Damn, Mike. That's Excellent it good? Call. Yes, it was. Hollywood Mac. <laughs> yeah, that was good times, man. What's that lady's name? You're thinking of uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, and it was like a dude's name. <laughs> I was close, but I didn't want to embarrass myself, but I guess I will. I was going to say Stevie Wonder. Oh. <laughs> yeah, totally wrong. Definitely a dude and black totally and blind, supposedly. Allegedly totally blind. Wrong. <laughs> One of my favorite conspiracy theories out there is that uh, Stevie Wonder is not, in fact, blind like he claims to be. And there is video proof of this. You can go out on YouTube. Uh, this is not audio podcast worthy, unfortunately, because it's all visual. But uh, there's a shot of... Uh, what is it? He's dr- like, first of all, there's this uh, many shots of Stevie Wonder drumming. How do you? Oh, yeah. How does he know, how does he know where those drums are? I guess you could get used to it. Just come, like, you come know, you're hitting, I know, but dude, come you're on. Hit, you're hitting guitar strings without okay, looking. I'll give it to you. Then, but there's the best shot. It's of him where the microphone stand starts to fall and he catches it. That's the best one. Come on. Maybe so, I heard it. No, you ever seen the uh, Shaq story? He's not blind. <laughs> What's the Shaq story? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find it, dude. I, uh, they lived in the same building, I guess. Shaq and Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder lived in the same building for okay. a while. Yeah. And he said, like, uh, the parking was uh, in the basement. Right. And there was, like, you know, he said... <clears throat> He said he goes in the elevator from the lobby, right? Oh, yeah, I found it already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, play it. God, production crew never lets me down. I'll tell you, Steve, you want to start with you. I'm not going to believe it. Come on, man. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I know. I know the story. He's got to tell it. I wouldn't He's got to tell it, Ernie. He's got to know the story. He told me he's got to tell a story. All right, go He's got to tell a story. So, it's a true story. It's, it's a true it's story. A, so, according to Shaq, we lived in a building on Wilshire. So you park your car in the valets down there, so I'm already in the building. I'm coming through the lobby. Door opens. This TV wonder. He comes in, says, what's up, Shaq? <laughs> presses the button. Hold it, you Presses the button, gets off on the floor, bounce up, goes to his room. I went and called every person I knew and told him to turn believe me. No, bro, he got on the elevator. He's like, what's up, Shaq? How you doing, big dog? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. What's your boulevard? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he didn't go too detailed there, but he said he walked in the lobby and then the elevator went down. So it picked up Stevie Wonder and nobody else. Oh wow! And so he gets out of the elevator, and then he goes to his floor, dude. That's so fucking funny. That's absolutely incredible, dude. Uh, so it makes you wonder: either he's not blind, or maybe he just loves fucking with people. He's got the money to fuck with people. You know? What do you mean? Like, um, he has. Like he pay, you can. You, he's got enough money to pay somebody to drop drop him off and just wait. You know? Oh, hey, Shaq's in the lobby. You know? Like the driver tells. Oh, him. I see what you're saying. He's got eyes, you know? but not his. Yeah, the, yeah. The driver <laughs> tells him Shaq's in the lobby, and he goes, "Hey, go drop me off, and then wait before you come <laughs> in." You know? No, I'm telling you, between Shaq, Shaq's story, and the microphone story, I have to believe that this guy can actually see. And that the blindness yeah. is a gimmick that he played off of. Or, or he, dude, there's many levels of blind. Yes. So maybe he's just like mostly blind. Like, or he, like, 
Because, like, the microphone thing, the shack thing, maybe he's got, like, a big dark spot in the middle, but can, like, has a fuzzy peripheral. That's yeah. That's a common one. I could see the fuzziness, and if you see a fuzzy image the size of Shaq, you can only assume it's Shaq, right? Uh, like, <laughs> How many men could barely fit in this elevator, you know? <laughs> the elevator's leaning to the left. It's Shaq, you know? How'd you know it was me? I heard the ropes <laughs> struggling. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. And it furthers my theory <laughs> and the conspiracy out there that uh, Stevie Wonder is not in fact blind. Not blind. Great call. <laughs> and he's also not part of Fleetwood Mac. I will give him, that is a known fact. <laughs> that is Stevie Nicks. Yeah, and Stevie Nicks uh, always reminds me of uh, Steamy Nicks from South Park, where uh... <laughs> the goat. No, no, Steamy Nicks <laughs> is where he he just like uh, like sh- like farts on the microphone, and t- it's dubstep essentially or whatever, and he calls himself Steamy Nicks. <laughs> Who's that, Randy? Yeah, it's Randy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and all the local folklore are you know worried about the britches that he's wearing and stuff. It's it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah. that's what I always think of with Steamy Nicks. I think of or Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Stevie Nicks. I think Stevie of Nicks. Steamy. <laughs> One of the last South, like new South Parks I watched was where he was uh, Lord. Oh man, that's and old that school. Is so funny, dude! <laughs> Every time I see that lady. It's now old school, honestly. Yeah, that's really old. Because they did a whole, like, Trump thing. Yeah, and they did a COVID thing. They were big on the COVID for a minute. And yeah. it's kind of where I stopped watching, because I didn't like the real world in that aspect seeping into it. Yeah, it was too much. I don't like anything that included masks, like, entertainment-wise. Yeah, that was really weird. It was a weird time, and I I don't th- I think what entertainment missed out on that did like the whole we're incorporating corp- uh, COVID into this world of fiction is you ruined your world of fiction, and no one's gonna want to go back to that because people don't want to revisit that. It, it was propaganda, like you turned yeah. your show into propaganda. Yeah, yeah, good call. I mean, th- that's what it became. That's why, I mean, it really, COVID killed a lot of, like, uh, comedian pot. One of the reasons I started listening to Ben Shapiro, <laughs> right? Yeah. Was because I literally just, I was, like, mostly comedy podcast and then, like, Democracy Now! I do, like, Pod Save America. But then it was like, dude, I, I, this is propaganda. This is state TV. I've been in communist countries. You know, or not communist, but, like, imperial countries. Right. And, uh... You know, and over there you get TV from, you can get Russia TV. This, this is Russia TV at this point, you know? Yeah, we're we're experiencing Russian TV. I mean, through and through. Have you seen the commercials? I know you, you know me, I love the commercials, man, but it's, the propaganda's thick right now. Oh, it's insane. Now, especially with, even especially with Russia TV with this Ukraine war, dude. How insane is all this propaganda of how... Like, now these guys are heroes fighting the Russians back. Like, dude, how much money do you want from us? 
<laughs> what is there new Ukraine news? Like, oh, dude, I, now they're on the offensive. Who, oh, the Ukrainians? I didn't know. Frank, that. don't tell me you haven't been paying attention to. We're about to regain the Donbass region. You know the Donbass region, Frank? The very important Donbass region? Looks like I'm the only dumbass here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only dumbass that doesn't know about the Donbass. God damn. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> they're, they're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> what do you guys need 64 billion? 64 billion for? You know, the dumbass region. Come on, dumbass. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, dumbass. It's for dumbass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> or just the dumbass saving the Donbass. I did catch a little action with Ukraine in as far as they discovered these, like, mass graves, and they're accusing now of uh, Russia of torture. Yeah, I guess that's, war crimes. that's the big thing, war crimes. So this is probably their new angle to try and rope a few people in and russia's saying you know if you peel the skin off of a nazi is it torture (laughs) did you catch uh zelensky in his recent i did catch one thing of zelensky uh or ukraine and z's photo shoot there was a guy behind him with a hitler pin really and they had to edit that one out yeah dude all i know is if history is a guide then in 10 years, we will be fighting the people we're sending weapons to. Mike, that's just you, sir, are a prophet, and you are here on the Dude Man podcast declaring and predicting that we will be going to war with Ukraine. Yeah, I can't wait for episode 1000 when we're talking about how they're sending our missiles back towards us. Oh, man, it kind of sounds like previous wars we've been a part of, actually. I just need them to do it in five years. <laughs> five years and three months. Because then I'll be over 40 and they can't take me back. Oh, yeah. Really, that's the limit for going, uh, being drafted? They could draft you up to 35, but if you're prior service, they could take you up to 40. Wow. Did they ever move that age up at all, like in previous wars, or was it always 35? I don't know. No, this is like, well, there was really... No, I think it's always been... 35 was the cutoff, huh? Yeah, dude, 35 is like your, that's it. We can't even really. I don't know, man. I see some 40. If you're out of shape, I know you might be in good shape at 35, right? But like an out of shape 35 year old, there's no way we're getting him in shape. And it's just too hard to get you to the level of like a 19, dude, 19 year old. It doesn't matter if you've been fat for 19 years. It's going to take us six months to get you to where you could run, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And and in nine months, you're going to be a soldier. I was recently looking at, some pictures posted online of people at the beach in like 1965. Oh, you see that? And uh, it was quite jarring. Emma and I were kind of scrolling through them and we were just obsessed with how, and these are Emma's words actually. She was saying how <coughs> hot and beautiful all the people were. And they were everybody. all everybody. And all I could think of is yes. And of course, a call to arms from the general public. For sure, you could count on your general public to drop what they were doing and join the fight because they were fully able to. Could you imagine a call to arms right now? It's impossible. We have nobody to fight. We're too fat. 
the fucking trans, the trannies, the safe places. Dude, <laughs> we're screwed. I was literally we're looking fu- at this picture. Those guys were dropping wrenches. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll pick up a gun. That's what I'm saying. You, know, you got actually lighter than the wrenches, you know. And now these guys are dropping a keyboard. Oh, <laughs> dude, not even that, dude. They're dropping. They're dropping their chicken wings to go grab more chicken wings. Like they don't want any. <laughs> they don't want anything to do. I'm I'm serious though. Like I looked at these pictures and there were guys like. There was like one from the state fair in Jersey and everyone's walking around. The dudes were walking around shirtless and these are just average Joes walking around and they had six packs, dude. Yeah, dude. It was just like, dude, our, dude, you came to Clifton 10 years ago, right? Yeah. It was all, it was our grandpa, his brother, their cousin. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. 20 20 years ago when our great grandpa was there, all of them with their shirts off, just fucking, you know what I mean? For sure. Building a garage. You know, working <laughs> chopping wood like 80 years old yeah dude. yeah chopping wood <laughs> tilling the soil i don't know it's really, it's really bizarre something changed dramatically in the diet of americans 40 years ago and then and then mentally something changed and i don't know if these are two separate forces that aligned or if it's they're both connected but I just all I could think of is, of course, in 1945, when we called everybody to to for D-Day and then in in Vietnam, when we said we're taking the young men and every dude, the young men now are some of them not even men. And then the others, (laughs) (laughs) the best part is we can't even have a draft right now. We don't even know who's a man. We can't even define man. Can't even define who we could draft. And then <laughs> the rest of them, the rest of them are too fat to put on a fucking goddamn like pair of pants, dude. Strap on the boots and they can't even run half a mile. Let alone storm the beach. Storm the beach? They can't even fucking walk off the beach, like into the it's unbelievable. You expect right me now. to run in sand? <laughs> Is the sand going to be wet? <laughs> I just, all I could think about is looking at these pictures of, of was just like, yes, our, our citizens, the citizens were ready, even though they weren't military people. If the moment occurred, the call to arms, they were there and they were prepared and they could run a mile with a gun. And, and you know what I mean? Like they could do it. They could train in two weeks and go off and fight. We cannot now. That was incredible. That was the incredible part, man. They were getting weeks. Weeks of training and then going off to fight for freedom or whatever they were bullshit they were shoving down their throats at the time. It was the new world order. At yeah, the I know. Time. Now but we yeah. know. Yeah, it's all about the great resets. But who cares? It was actually Arby Schwab, Klaus Schwab's <laughs> father. No, Schwab was a Nazi dude. Oh, for sure he was. People uh, tend to not. Really think so about this. So was Joe this. Biden. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the corn pop was always after him? He was the American. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I'm pretty blown away by it, but you know. Yeah. Just, you I, know why? You know why we? You know why? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I just know what we're doing with our military is 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 not good. It's not for. It's not going to be good for our future. We shouldn't be letting the transgenders in. We shouldn't be 
you know, yeah, I agree. I don't know how I feel about the gay thing. I really <laughs> liked the don't ask, don't tell. I think that was the greatest policy. I'm not even like I'm literally the military is a separate thing in my mind. I'm really obsessed with just the average citizen. When I look at pictures of average people from 40, 50, 60 years ago, something really disgusting occurred. Corn syrup. And then, and then I'm watching the Emmys and we're celebrating Lizzo and her twerking. And it's just like... I, did you see the uh, meme going around? It's Calvin Klein in 1992, and it's Mark Wahlberg and this like hot chick with no that shirt on. And then the man. right one is some bearded lady fella, and then like, uh, you know, like I don't know who's both, the woman and who's the man. And they're both obese, and it's just like, come on, dude. And muffin top, <laughs> dude. If I want to see a muffin top, I can look in the mirror. I'm looking at <laughs> Calvin Klein. I'm trying to jerk off to somebody sexy, you know. <laughs> I just. I, uh, if I that is accident causing, you can't put that on a billboard. Those two, <laughs> no, they're putting fat bitches all over the buildings on Chicago. Oh, I'm seeing. See oh, I've seen it everywhere, man. The fucking billboards, man. They need to widen them. <laughs> fucking fat bitches, dude. They got to add a second one for the second cheek. It's like- <laughs> How racist is it that they're like? They're <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've been seeing this whole push that they're saying that this like uh the sizes and every all this like this these this beauty and everything is based off of skinny white girls. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there are skinny black women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just because you're a black woman doesn't mean saying all black women have like black women have to be fat? No. Stop eating so much. Get off your <laughs> fat ass. Do something. <laughs> you know? I don't, this uh, obsession with the badonkadonk being the sexy image of our time, I'm not into it. I'm, I'm really, into it I all, don't yeah. think it's very uh, good for us. And it's not good for you body You look image. fat. <laughs> I don't think people understand, listen, I'm sure you post your Instagram and everything and you look great, but you look fat. You look unhealthy. And I'm sure guys want to fuck you, but how many of them are marrying you? You know? I don't know. I, I, there's, like, uh, <laughs> I believe we're pushing an unhealthy lifestyle. That's the problem. It's a huge problem. I can't stand it. And when I look at pictures of people from the past, and I look at pe- people now everywhere, everywhere, I'm really repulsed. It's unbelievable. We We have now entered a phase as a society where... We're not accepting of obesity. We're totally celebrating it to the maximum degree to where <laughs> Marky Mark and the hot blonde are replaced with bearded lady dude and the fat chick. Like, this is a times. bad place to be as a society. We're promoting very unhealthy behaviors. I'm, and how it, bad you know, did your Kelvin Klein underwear look on those people? It didn't make me want to buy it. Marky Mark made me want to buy it. I felt like I could have abs just by wearing that underwear. You know? Wow, that's an amazing point. Yeah, you see the fat people on there and you want to go eat a salad. That's literally like, like I, literally, the I literally looked at <laughs> that Marky Mark very... picture with the hot girl, right? Yeah. And I was like, the only reason I don't fuck a girl like that is because of my <laughs> underwear. I need Calvin Klein underwear. <laughs> then I could have supermodels. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Ah, I never fucked a supermodel because I've never worn Calvin Klein underwear. That's my problem. Once they see me in it, that'll change it. Honestly, I really believe it all comes down to I want to be entertained. I don't want to be preached at. And for five seconds, when the advertisement pops up into my face, entertain me with something beautiful. Don't entertain me. me. Don't attempt to entertain me with some fucking woke message. No, don't lie to me. That's the, the, the two he she's with the muffin top. There's no <laughs> way that's sexy compared to uh, Marky Mark and the supermodel. You know? Uh, yeah, and also. Did you see Marky Mark's <laughs> new movie? I think you brought this up recently with me. Was it with the one with, <laughs> with Kevin Hart? No, 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 no. There's another he's one. Got another new one. Dude, Marky Mark's on a roll. Oh, he's on a roll. It's uh, Father <laughs> Stew. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> It's on Netflix now. You got me think about that with the Kelly Clarkson. You need to tell me when you're seeing these. This guy goes way out of his way to show every part of his body, except his penis. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's starting to get suspect, you know? (laughs) You're obsessed with this guy. (laughs) Every movie, Calvin Klein, everything. You you are obsessed with showing every part of your body. You love showing it. Never a penis. (laughs) I'm starting to think it's not there. Oh, my God. Or it's embarrassingly small. Father Father Stu, a 2022 biographical drama film written and directed by Rosalind Ross in her directorial debut, of course. Good, it's a woman. That's nice. The film stars Mark Wahlberg, who also produces as short long a boxer turned Catholic priest suffering from, what is this? Inclusion body myo... ALS. Okay. <laughs> Why'd they do this to me? Let me help you out there. <laughs> a production crew is great at what they do, you know? Folks, I have a public education. <laughs> Even the best public education. It's it's like the best meal you can get at McDonald's. <laughs> Mysotysis? What is this? <laughs> Why did they just say Lou Gehrig's disease? Damn it! Making me sound baseball. making me sound like a fool on my podcast, man. Come on, Wikipedia. <laughs> I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I thought you were here for the average guy, you know? For the average dude, man, man. Come on. <sighs> we used to be cool. Yeah. I can't count on them for nothing. <laughs> so, uh, did you see this, Father Stu? Film, <laughs> dude. Uh, don't even tell me the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm gonna guess it's like a. It's got to be like a fifty. Forty. It's not good. But it's not bad. Forty-two percent. Forty-two. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Mike, you got your finger on the pulse there. All right. Is that is that audience or critic? That was critic. What's the audience? Um. Let's see <laughs> here. It's not saying here on the Wikipedia. Wikipedia's let me down, man. Yeah. Thank 
It wasn't highly rated, though. I got to tell you that. A 42 is about right. Audience uh, cinema score gave it an average grade of an A Get to an A+. Yeah. 91% positive. Oh, the people are so stupid. Well, Mike, they're boosted. They got the bivalence now. They don't know what they're thinking yeah. or saying. It's just affecting their brainstem. That's Marky Mark and a priest. <laughs> he overcame things. <laughs> so no good. Did you uh, watch it? The whole thing? Or? It's about as good of the egg as... as uh... I don't know what to rate. I'm going to go to unwatchable. I wouldn't uh, watch it. Unwatchable. I wouldn't say unwatchable. Not un- not unwatchable, but I wouldn't watch it. Is he uh, funny in the movie? A little bit, but okay. it's just kind of... He's, he's a bad actor, dude. I like funny Wahlberg. Yeah, no, he's not doing like a... He needs a comedian. He needs Will Ferrell, you know? It may end up being that the other guys was his best movie of all time. Oh, it was the highlight. That was the peak, <laughs> peak be, of his career. Peak Wahlberg. <laughs> that was peak Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just given him the Emmy and you know, fade off into the night. You know, you don't think Wahlberg will ever get that like uh, Academy Award winning role? No, I don't. Watch, I don't. watch Fathers too. <laughs> terrible actor terrible actor dude Mike I'm gonna be too busy watching uh, the the lion goddess no what is it the the witch what uh the king you know what, the goddess you know king what mo- what's up dude you know what movie he is good in you know what movie I really like which is on HBO right now no uh two guns two guns yeah, it's where he's like a navy guy and um who's the black dude that's in everything? What the fuck's his name? Uh, uh Kevin the Hart. Equalizer. No, the equalizer. Uh, uh you know, the black guy. Not not God, but the other one. It's, is it called Two Guns? Are you sure about that? Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg? Not Samuel L. Jackson. Who's the other guy? <laughs> Oh, it's with Denzel Washington. Denzel man. Washington. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think about. Yeah, Equalizer. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's from 2013. That's great movie. It's on HBO right now. That's actually a really funny movie. But that proves my point with Mark Wahlberg is he needs a co-star. Okay. Right? Yeah. He can't be a leading man. Right. You know? He needs Will Ferrell. He needs Denzel, you know? That's a good call. Marky Mark has become just a funky bunch. You know why he's doing all these flicks? Because he doesn't need the money anymore. He cashed out with Entourage. That was a good show. You know, that was basically, it was uh, executive produced by him and it was based around his life. Or whatever. His life. Yeah, so, that was I mean, actually a good show. I got that was great. No, I think he nailed it. And, and all jokes aside, that was peak Wahlberg, where he wasn't even in it, but he produced and put together a really great idea for a show. The characters of that show, loosely based on him and his brother and whatnot, hilarious characters. It was a I, yeah for that run. That show was really like fun to watch, honestly. And it was like 
it was like new at that time. Like nobody else was doing that kind of show. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. that's what made it great. Dude, it was like yeah. something new. And you, I always <laughs> love just somebody who comes out with something different. You know? And my favorite character on that show is Bob Saget whenever he showed up. Yeah. But then like everybody kind of knocking that off. Like then you had Californication, which was good, but it was kind of like the same. Californication on its original kind of stretch was phenomenal. I really that love good. that show. And I mimic my dress code off of that character, Hank Moody. And yeah. Hank Moody is essentially uh, David Duchovny. And I love just, I love wearing a dark shirt with jeans. Nothing beats that. You are kind of like David Duchovny, huh? I just, I love the look. I think the look <laughs> yeah. is. That's you can perfect. pull that look off. Well, because I would he... look like a David Duchovny that let himself go. Right. <laughs> David Duchovny. You're his brother, uh, Darren. Darren Duchovny. <laughs> Darren's a little chubby. <laughs> I, can't, I can't pull off the, uh, the black shirt and jeans, you know? I like... It doesn't look good when you got the overhang of the gut, you, you know? I actually think it covers it better. So the, the, what I love about the dark shirt with the jeans is... <clears throat> And brown shoes, you, you know, you can pop into any scenario socially and you're, you're fitting right in. That's true. And it can go on any spectrum, uh, any range of the casual to fancy spectrum. You could make it work. That's a good call. Ah, oh, that's a good call. Fashion tips from Frank. That is a great call. Dark shirt and jeans with casual brown shoes. You can enter any situation and... and you belong. You go from the dive bar to the ballet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And always be always just be ready for it, you know? You Learn from it. your elders, people. It's like, no, Frank's been around the block. You're not, oh, dude, you want to know how I know I'm old? How's that? Uh, first time in my life, dude, I got the letter from the Secretary of State. Wow. I don't even have to go in anymore. Just send them 35 bucks and they're going to renew my license. <laughs> wow. It means I drive like a grandpa. <laughs> no, no more tickets. Well done, sir. Congratulations. First time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it means you've gone seven years with no tickets. Wow. Yeah. Or moving violations. Obviously, like parking tickets. No. Yeah, why do they still do that? They're not arresting people for murder, but they're dishing out parking tickets. <laughs> Dude, no, I heard from a cop. Dude, it's no joke. They, they literally said they're they're told to do that. Wow. They're they're the thing is they're like in certain areas of Chicago, like they're just going like. <laughs> Dude, there's a homeless guy literally taking a shit. His dong is just hanging out. <laughs> Broad daylight. He's taking a shit. And this guy's coming up to you telling you, you got to move it or you're going to get a $120 ticket. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Do you know why? <laughs> the homeless guy has no money. All yeah. they can do is lock him up and it's going to cost them money. Wow. But you... They know you're going to pay, and they need the revenue. So they're literally instructed to just not... 
you're on, they're only going after law-abiding, tax-paying citizens because those are the only people that pay the fines. Wow. That's, the, that's not even a secret anymore. I'm... That's from a cop. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're, they're just openly saying, we're, gonna, we're going to go after you. <laughs> that you that guy is taxes. jerking off in the bushes right now. <laughs> These are all true stories. That guy is jerking off in the bushes right now. And this guy's writing tickets to people for, <laughs> for, for blowing a stop sign. That's just absolutely incredible, man. Yeah. Or stoplight or whatever, you know? Yeah. But it's not in all the neighborhoods. It's only in, you know. Wow. Yeah. No, that's, that's a brilliant way to... It's revenue. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... You're, you're right. Uh, you can't arrest people who don't have money because you're not going to make money. No, you're losing. This is a business here. What do you think we're doing? <laughs> what do you think? Who's paying for Lori's private security? <laughs> That's what they said. The only cops that are working are Lori's security. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just a little side note there. Well, uh, Chicago sounds groovy, man. Dude, speaking of crime, man, we haven't talked about this. I'm excited. Uh, that Las Vegas stabbing. Oh, you want to go into it, huh? I really want to go into this. Okay, let me see. Because what's most crazy is how nobody's really... It was like a blip in the news, and then nobody really wanted to talk about it. This is two weeks ago. About a week ago. That's how long it's been. I'll, I'll, hit, I'll hit the quick clip here, and uh, it'll give us a little background. was stabbed to death oh. outside his home. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Give it to me, Michael Strahan. To an arrest and the murder of a Las Vegas investigative reporter who was stabbed to death outside his home. This morning, a local politician is in custody, and, in, is in custody and Alex Prechet is in Las Vegas with the latest force. Good. Michael Strahan gets paid millions of dollars to do his job. Barely talk. <laughs> Can barely talk. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I don't know how, you know. I don't know. We're at the point where we have artists who are literally singers. That's their job, and they have not mastered the English language yet. And um, I don't get it. Yeah, TV reporters. They, yeah, but you know what, Frank? He checks a lot of boxes. All of them. All the boxes. Dude, did you hear about South Park and Token? No. Oh, my God. Do you know how they have the black kid? Yeah, I love Token. Token's hilarious, absolutely. And they're obviously saying Token. Because he's the he's Token the, black guy. He's the Token black guy. Yes. But when they tried to sue them from day one, from day one, they tried to sue him, I guess, a couple of years ago. For what? Uh, racism? or For calling him Token? Sh yeah. Okay, why? What? But, but from day one, they spelled his name like Tolkien from Lord of the Rings. Wow. And so because every script ever had Tolkien, not Token, they weren't able to sue him. That is brilliance and mastery. Genius, right? Wow. Genius. Those guys, that fucking L. They just put an L in there. 
They got good lawyers. Oh, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> good lawyers. They got fucking uh, uh, Saul Goodman for sure. You know? <laughs> that is genius stuff, right? <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Wow, that, that cracks me up. Yeah, I I love the South Park guys. They they were the original uh, fighters for in our modern era for free speech. There were clearly people before them: George Carlin, Mel Brooks. You know what I mean? But they were the first ones to get on like regular TV. They were the ones who were battling, yeah, on cable. And I I just I absolutely yeah, I love I just I'm glad that these stories exist about these dudes. (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny. (laughs) I love the wins. The wins. Yes. Fuck the left, you know. Seriously, dude. Just fuck the woke cancel. You know what's crazy too is <clears throat> South Park's been around for so long. They started out battling the Christian right, and they're probably now battling the woke left. Isn't that crazy? In the nineties, that's what they were making fun of. If you watch those like really early ones, yeah, yeah. Isn't How- that crazy? The way the that's pendulum- why they even had the Jesus. Yes, that's right. One of my favorite episodes is where Santa Claus has been taken hostage by the Taliban, and so Jesus is yes. strapping heat, and he drops in and just starts killing everybody. It's such a... <laughs> such a is, uh, Jesus has a talk show <laughs> where people call in. That's so good. Dude, that's crazy. I've never actually kind of put that together, how they were around for so long that they've been attacked from both sides at this point, probably. Oh, from everybody. That's beautiful. You know you're right when everybody's attacked you. Oh, if everybody hates you, yeah. (laughs) I forgot which sergeant it was, but that's what he used to always say. He would say, is everybody in the squad bitching? Yeah, sergeant. But that's how you know it was fair. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I fucking it's love the military so stories. Yes. <laughs> God. It, every time I hear stories like that, all I like boot camp stories, it just makes me think our country went south when we stopped making kids do that. You know, all oh, these other countries. Have to go in the military, dude. The, I think that's. As a young man, I was always like, fuck no, that's bullshit. I would never go. But I think it really would have done good for our country as a whole, maybe Absolutely. down the road, if more of us had to just. Get a little of those lessons put into us at a young age. Yes. And you know, you, uh, yeah. right? Dude, dude, have you, have you heard this thing about the second Bill of Rights? I am. Not the Second Amendment. No, I heard you correctly. And uh, the second Bill of Rights. I'm exploding with rage and terror. So tell me what this is all about. I imagine this is some sort of 1619 woke project. Oh, the 1619 Project, I I don't know, I can't get into that right now. Anyways, so I, I got into this whole argument on this Nina Turner thing. Sure. And they were talking about everything that they want. Can I read you this list of what the left thinks we should have right now? Yeah, please do. This is their list. Medicare for all, living wage. Green New Deal, paid leave for all, cancel all student debt, free college for all Americans, second Bill of Rights, which I'll get into in a minute, 
housing for all, union membership for all who want it, child care for all, wealthy pay fair taxes, flatten the curve. I don't even know what that means. Wait, is that is that just a flatten the curve? Like just a it literally broad... just says hashtag, <laughs> just says flash, hashtag flatten all curves. I guess <laughs> we're just gonna flatten all curves. Maybe it has to do with that Pyrenees disease for men's erections. You know, flatten the curve kind flatten of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all curves are flat. It's gonna be straight. No more curves. No more curves. Okay. Yeah, and that was it. And then I, dude. So I kept like looking at the second bill of rights. Apparently, this was something FDR proposed. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. I've never heard of this. The second Bill of Rights, which they're trying to add to the Constitution, would guarantee every American has the right, the God, just like you have the right to freedom, I mean, uh, freedom of speech, you would have the right to a job, an adequate wage, and decent living. A decent home, medical care, economic protection during sickness, accident, old age, or unemployment, and a good education. Those would be your rights. Man, <clears throat> FDR is one of you, the scariest presidents we've ever had. What, what do you have to work for then? <laughs> Those are my rights. I don't have to work for anything. Right? Wow, I, I'm. Who guarantees those like, rights? I, I don't have to fight for my freedom of speech because it's a right. I have it, so I don't even have to fight for a good job. You're going to give it to me. I don't even have to fight for my education. You're just going to give me that degree, right? Yeah, it's I, a right. <laughs> so I'm just. So everybody's just going to have a Harvard degree. <laughs> so are these are these God given rights though? I thought that was the point of the Bill of Rights is that these were you know we could all agree inalienable. That- Yes, that God bestowed these rights upon all men. And these women. are men that should not only apply to Americans. These are all men, period. Right. And we're just giving them to our people. Well, FDR, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he, he was a big-time pusher for the kind of these communist ideas. Yeah. Do, you know, I didn't even realize that. Do you know we only needed border control? Like, our border was open. I mean, the Statue of Liberty, send your poor, your hungry, you know, the huddled masses. The whole thing was we didn't have to close the borders till we started offering welfare. Oh, you mean uh, when we said we'd give away free money to people for not working, everyone just started coming through our borders? Yeah, people around the world were like, <laughs> I want that. Yeah. What, free money? All right. Yeah, dude. Now that sounds good. Sounds great, bro. Vote for Biden? Yeah, of course. Okay. See? <laughs> See? See? Doc? Or have you say yes in Haiti? Because that seems to be all the fucking Haitians. Oh, my God, man. I Honestly... I think people come here mostly because, and not the free money, which that's a historical, from a historical perspective, that is a fascinating thought. But I also want to say that during FDR's time, 
you know, a lot of people were fleeing other countries and coming to America because it was the best place to come to. That still is. And it still is. And they were escaping. It's the only, it's the only place you could come as a Muslim. <laughs> right? As Man. a female Muslim. Get all the freedoms you want. Wow. Work your way up to the Senate and then shit on the fucking country that allowed you to get there. <laughs> I think you're talking about someone in particular. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, not the Senate. The House of Representatives. Uh, Ilhan Omar, I believe. Yeah. Look, how about this, though? Imagine being in Iran before the revolution and then it happens and you have to mask back up and follow all their restrictions against you as a woman. And then you're able to finally immigrate from there to the United States. Uh, you know, that must have been an incredible sense of freedom. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I don't think people realize that when they shit on this country so much. Like, I don't think Brittany Griner, I hope Brittany Griner realizes now. Who? <laughs> exactly. How when you shit on America <laughs> like you did, when you walk out on the national anthem... You're not just pissing off a bunch of white dudes, which you were hoping to piss off. No, you pissed off a bunch of immigrants who are probably the same skin color as yourself, who came here through incredible hardships for a better life, and they love this place. I know. I don't know if you guys know this, but black people are still flocking here from all around the world. <laughs> like Nigerians, literally, dude. Uh, the Ivory Coast. You know, at my company, we have so many Cameroonians. It's it's crazy. You know, and they love, they're the best workers, dude. They're just happy to be here. They're happy to have a good job and a good life. Yeah. Those guys are the most upbeat people I've ever met. And is there anything more enjoyable than saying Cameroonian? Come on, that's an awesome fun word. Cameroonian. Oh, really? Uh, Oh, the women love it. Yeah. Dude, wow. they're like they're like tall, really dark. You mm-hmm. know, they oh, you know man. they got good set, good good heads of hair. They oh, speak French. Yeah. The women oh, love oh, them. Wee yeah. wee. Oh, <laughs> oh. And I used to have my trainee man. Uh, I used to have to push the girls off him. Oh my god, they loved him. Yeah, yeah. The French really did a lot of colonialism back then that people don't like to. They they accuse America of being the col- the people. You know the ones who invaded Africa and all this stuff, but yeah. they forget that it was actually the French and the British. <laughs> well, dude, that's what's crazy. You come from a country in Africa, and the two languages you speak are French and English. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, did you uh, did you catch that video? You sent it to me, and then I sent it to you two days later. This is how we're on the same wavelength. I love it. Uh, we both see something, and get outraged. Oh uh, yeah. The. Uh, the, the new the new uh, movie that's gonna win every Emmy. Okay, but Emma Academy Award. Emma loved this, and I didn't catch it until Emma called it out. It's called, the movie we're talking about is the Woman King. The Woman King. And Emma was just like she said to me, "Woman King, like is like Queen? Isn't that a You are correct. You're very smart." Very smart. Well, Emma, I can tell by that response you are a stupid woman. Sounds to me like you're a bigot and a racist. (laughs) (laughs) The the woman king. That doesn't really roll off the tongue. It's almost like we should have had a word for that. But you could have just called it the queen. The queen. (laughs) But they can't do that. So they had to... Dude, the woman king... uh, Oh, it's so... We watched we watched name. the trailer 
And it's, uh, I'm going to go, I'm purely basing everything I'm going to say off of what Emma said in reaction to it. And uh, it, it, it's literally just a bunch of thumping noises and tribal sounds. And the woman in it, uh, Viola Davis, who's the star, just keeps talking about how they're going to go to war. And then they'd show all these clips of these women flying through the air with these machetes and you know, with like flames oh, behind yeah. them. And they're just <laughs> they're just killing all these white dudes. And uh it's just the whole thing. And I looked it up actually. I looked up this tribe. Oh no. Did you find out the truth? I did. <laughs> Historically accurate. <laughs> I looked at the These people up. are getting torn up from both sides. Dude, uh, so apparently the white settlers that they are attacking in, uh, in the story and historically are French settlers. It's the French. And um, what really happened was, uh, and this is the truth, this is historically what happened. Uh, this tribe that the story is based off of, they were <laughs> their men were depleted because of the slave trade. There was a warring tribe that was over them, that like uh, ruled over them. And the, that tribe sold all their men to in yeah. the slave trade to uh, the French and the British. And then <clears throat> all they had to defend themselves were the women. So they formed these women brigades. And uh, they had two, apparently two valiant battles or wars against the French. And the French in the first one just totally annihilated them. In a couple hours, and, and you know their guns—they just didn't have a weaponry. Yeah, they wise. had men. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair here. Weaponry-wise, yeah. they just had no okay. chance. Okay, men with guns, it, uh, uh, dude. According to the history, though, uh, the women soldiers, their weapons just didn't stand a chance against the bayonets and the guns. Yeah. Okay, that's just the fact. Uh, and then the second time, uh, the French just annihilated them and just wiped them out, and that's what happened. And that's the history of it. And what I find interesting is these people were sold into slavery by other by another African that's tribe. Why you can't talk about that. I know. So it's so like and look, this is what made the slave trade possible. We're not hiding from the fact that the slave trade was happening, but people need to be welcomed to the idea that there were Africans enslaving and selling tr- slaves. To it's not like somebody colonists. sat there and was like, who should we make slaves? <laughs> I hate black people. <laughs> right? I know. No, it was like this country was willing to sell slaves. They were offering slaves. Offering slaves. So we're going to buy them. For goods. And, uh, yeah. And weaponry. And that's literally, ju- that's just the history of what happened. And, and look, it's sad. It really is sad. And by the way, you dig deep enough in your culture, all of us, whoever you are, whatever your skin color is, your peoples were enslaved at some point in Uh, history. We're all slaves. We're all slave owners. We're pretty much. We're all slaves now to the fucking financial system. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's just come on, come on. And so this movie, (laughs) The Woman King, man, I get it. Okay, cool idea. But you're Medea-ing yourself here. You have a Medea here. Yeah, nobody's going to watch it. That's going to tank. Th- see, exactly. And what are they? Yeah. So uh, apparently on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 99% score. Of audience. Critics, of course. Audience. What? And people have been digging. And I, was, I saw this over in the uh, conspiracy thread over in Reddit. 
uh apparently it's all bots you can clearly see it's just bot brigaded for positive uh reviews yeah that makes sense there's no way which is exactly what people on the left accuse people on the right of doing for stuff like the area the black ariel movie and do you do you know this the the, the new little, the mermaid little mermaid dude is a black yeah, chick it's... dude nobody cares do you do you I, care the... Dude, they I, we talked about this in the podcast three weeks ago. I brought it up. They did Black Cinderella with Brandy, and Whitney Houston produced it. It came out in 1990-something. Dude, we've done this. Yeah, nobody's going to care. No, You know what's going to happen. You, you know what nobody's ruined it? You know what it. ruined it? It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't matter that you brought this girl. Nobody cared about that. You know what kills it? Is There's like this active like attack online about how this is better than the original. You know what? The original singer wasn't even that good. She was flat on that one song. You know, it's like, dude, what the fuck, dude? That is a fucking classic. It was great. Could we just... Could we celebrate this black girl and not shit on the white lady from 1980? You know? Make a good movie, and maybe people will go see it. Maybe no one will care. But you've already made a stink about it. And, again, we did this. We did Black Cinderella... 20 years ago, everyone forgets it. And now all of a sudden everyone's pissed off about <laughs> Black Ariel. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Uh, did you catch yeah. Mike? Uh, I'm sorry, Matt Walsh made a hilarious tweet about it uh, on yeah. how like uh, it actually scientifically doesn't make any sense for Ariel to be black because her skin pigmentation uh, would be... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he lives in a place where there's no sun. You're under the, the sea. sea. <laughs> how many black fish are there? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be a fucking pale redhead i know it's so funny to me and, and you know what i'm a fucking italian man how how, how much do i identify with the pale redhead Female. zero you know so, zero. So, so, just fucking do it right no in fact we identify more with black ariel <laughs> yeah my, my dick is more akin to a black man than a, a redhead you know <laughs> I'm closer to LeBron than Carrot Top. I guarantee you that. <laughs> well, at least we could tan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's the best part. No, no, because there's a black mermaid, right? Yeah. You're not only telling me that she's exposed to sunlight. You're telling me her ancestors for generations were exposed to too much sunlight under the sea. Under the sea. Ba, 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 ba. You know... Uh, <laughs> I think it's fine because the you know the crab is Jamaican, remember? But that makes sense because the crab goes on land <laughs> to go smoke a little doobie action, right? Smoke a little doobie, <laughs> smoke under the sea, right? Rastaman, yeah, he's right <laughs> near the beach, boy. <laughs> I only go up for the doobie. <laughs> if I wasn't Jamaican, why would I wear this hat? <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the outrage with the aerial thing. I, I actually this is one of those again examples of the right. They're playing. They're letting the left kind of get to their head. Uh, let them have black uh, little. Oh yeah, I wouldn't even it's, say anything to. Yeah, let them have. Don't it. say Watch anything. The it's take. fine. No, exactly. Just watch. Nobody go see it. Just like. Uh, nobody is seeing any of the Marvel content anymore, and because it's not Marvel anymore, it's Disney, and Disney is shit, and they've 
make, they're making shit. So let go people watch this shit if they want to go watch it. Yeah, it's so stupid. I just think there's better entertainment out there. And I, I can't believe people even care. That, that's actually my whole point about it. Like, dude, go, go for it. Do the Black Ariel. Who cares? It's going to be a bad movie anyways. You know oh, I guarantee like it. Like, that's why... She's going to have a... The lobster's going to be trans. Yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> Great call. Oh, my God. You know who's going to play the lobster? I guarantee it's that uh, <laughs> that tranny black dude who's in everything now. Uh, you know what I'm talking uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. Don but... Lemon? Oh, oh he's yeah. still on CNN. <laughs> morning. <laughs> he didn't get demoted. He's on CNN Morning with two chicks. <laughs> That's right. That's right, dude. I have that'd be uh, really that'd be really funny because aren't lobsters asexual? I don't know, dude. Don't I'm know. telling you, they're gonna do something with that, and it's gonna be really dumb. And uh, look, Laverne Cox. <laughs> Is that a real person, Eric? I don't know. I think I just got set up by one of one of our listeners here. <laughs> Hey, that's why we love the chat room. Thanks, guys. Eric just got me to say Cox. Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way the trainee's name is Cox. That's too on the nose. I was thinking of the that black dude who uh, he was singing on like NBC for the New Year's thing this year. He's been in everything. Uh, RuPaul. He's only he's like RuPaul, but he's been in everything, and he did that. Remember. That song for Joe Biden and the Democrats, they did the remake of like a, uh, some old classic 60s song, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's just terrible stuff. But I, I guarantee they're going to go down the route of having all of that inclusive nonsense, and <laughs> no one's going to watch it, and they're going to see... Dude, I didn't even think about that. The dude, dude Sean is right. I don't want to be too racist with it. Don't, don't, oh, yeah. Don't, don't the brothers have a hard time? Uh, the sisters have a hard time swimming. Well, there's a hair issue that they I'm really don't want to get with. their hair wet. That's, <laughs> that's why she's black. She's the mermaid that never fully submerged. <laughs> <laughs> they they only go up to the tit. That's it. Oh, the water yeah. never goes above the tits. And uh, goodbye, YouTube. Thanks for uh, is... hosting us for a minute there, and then. Uh... <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to see it. Come on, Mike. You know this, right? This is going to be garbage, and they're going to blame everyone for being racist. That's literally what's going to happen. That's uh, <laughs> what they've oh, been yeah. doing with all this other women's stuff. Like, uh, they're womifying all the Marvel shit. The whole She-Hulk thing, they're saying it's well, that's why you don't. that's why you don't like Lord of the Rings, because they, they threw a black elf in there, and now you're just racist. No, it's because I'm four episodes in, and I have no idea what the story is. I literally can't follow this story. Wait, She-Hulk, are you watching? I was talking about Lord of the Rings. She oh, Hulk. Lord of the Rings! Are you actually watching that? I'm try- dude. I'm trying. I cannot. I gave up the after the second. I got halfway through second episode. I was just like, no thanks. I don't know what's I don't going even on. Know what's going no. on? It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It's such a stupid story. But apparently, it's just me being racist. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's sad that they can't like put together a cohesive just storyline. For two episodes. But what was really funny is I turned off uh I turned off Lord of the Rings like midway through the fourth episode, right? Yeah. Or the new one, whichever one. And then you know what I ended up watching on BET was the wash. 
Such a funny movie. Oh, the wash is fantastic, dude. Oh, so good. Ice dude. Cube's the man. He's he, his movies are fantastic, in my opinion. It's so funny. But while so I'm watching the wash, I'm reading about how I'm racist because I don't like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe it's just a bad series. You know what I mean? So I don't have a problem with The Wash, which is actually a dumb movie, but it's fucking entertaining as it's hell. It's funny. It's got a lot of funny turn guys your brain in it. off. Yeah. You know? That's a hilarious idea, and you brought this up when we discussed um, our first review of the Lord of the Rings thing, which is, uh, now that you've introduced these black hobbits, where are the Asian guys? Where's the Afghan hobbits? Where's the African? You know, you know uh, it goes back to, don't just, <laughs> don't just throw black people into stories, right? The wash is like that's something I never would have heard of, or like the whole story. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but that's like a black story. You know what I mean? Like those guys actually do have car washes and they hang out at them, and you know what I mean? Absolutely, it's an original. That's something that's out of our world that you're you're introducing us into something in your world, and it's a very entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah, right on the money. Which is what you guys should be doing if you want to have an all black movie. Don't just do, like, an all-black Wonder Years. No, tell your story. Do straight out of Compton. Or how about you rise above the fact that you believe everything's been all-white and be inclusive yourself? Yeah. And create, a, create a, something that has an equal mix of everyone, and you don't make a big deal out of it because you want to set the standard. Set a new standard. Raise the bar. Yeah. And when your shit fails, don't blame it on racism. Just maybe you did a bad job. (laughs) White people fail too. (laughs) That's universal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I fail daily. That's amazing. (laughs) My whole life (laughs) revolves around failure. (laughs) Yeah. Failure is really in the identity of anyone from Chicago, I feel like. I think that's, that's my best friend. That's... <laughs> Without failure, I'd be alone. You know? <laughs> if it wasn't for loneliness and failure, I'd be totally lonely. <laughs> that's why people love in Chicago to cheer for like the Bears and the Cubs, because you have someone who's more of a loser than yourself. To like uh, <laughs> nothing better than a good letdown. Just I live for it. I hate the springs. I'm excited they might win. I love July <laughs> when I know it's just meaningless. Cubs aren't going anywhere. Oh, that's Chicago. It's amazing we don't kill ourselves. You know, we live for the melancholy. Just oh man, that's the way. That's the Chicago way. Yeah, the Midwestern way. That's the Midwestern way, yeah. You live to suffer. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why Ron DeSantis, ship your migrants to the Midwest. Oh, yeah. They thought it was bad in Venezuela. Come to Lori Lightfoot, (laughs) Chicago. Where do you think MS-13 came from, assholes? (laughs) Oh, they took over your country? We bred them. (laughs) I do love that idea that they're they're coming here for uh you know they're coming here from their country that's overrun by our gangs. Wow. 
MS-13 started in the prisons of L.A. Wow. And now they, they've taken over Venezuela, all these countries. No shit. I thought you it was... never heard the, about no, that? I thought it was the opposite. Actually. MS-13 started amongst the Mexicans in, in L.A. protecting themselves from the black gangs, the Bloods and the Cribs. Wow. Wow.